Welcome to A to Zephyr with Ryan Nauman from Zephyr. In this podcast, we help wealth managers, financial advisors, and asset managers overcome challenges in creating meaningful investor relationship experiences. We do this by introducing innovations driven by Zephyr's cutting edge technology and global financial insights. Join us for this journey where we dive into pioneering wealth management strategies as Zephyr draws from decades of experience and guest financial wizards to address the nuances of investment management. Welcome to the A to Zephyr podcast. In today's episode, we're going to help wealth managers better understand and build investment portfolios to withstand all market conditions through creating strategic asset allocations using tools provided by Zephyr. Here to help us today in that conversation is Chris Volpe, Director of Zephyr, Randy Jones, Director of Product Management at Zephyr, and Ryan Nauman, Market Strategist with Zephyr. Gentlemen, good to see you all again. Good seeing you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Pleasure being back. Well, let's start with Ryan. So it seems like an obvious question, but why don't we just go with it? Why asset allocation? What's the objective of creating a what you're calling an optimized asset allocation? Hey, Bill. Yeah, thanks for having us on again. And you would think it should be an obvious answer, right? But there there can be a lot of confusion there and maybe some misconceptions on maybe why not or why asset allocation. So I think it's important to start there. And, you know, the purpose of asset allocations to create an optimized investment portfolio consisting of a mix of different asset classes and investments that have low correlations to increase your portfolio diversification, all uh, while striving to maximize returns and minimize risk, which aligns with the client's return and risk objectives. Mm. To give them, at the end of the day, what is arguably the most important piece of the puzzle, to give your clients the best opportunity to achieve their investment goals. And in today's markets, Bill, They're more dynamic than ever and markets move quicker than ever. So it's very important to create investment portfolios that can withstand these changing markets through incorporating low correlated assets to help create those diversified investment portfolios. Yeah, well, Randy, how can creating and implementing an optimized asset allocation enhance the client relationship for financial advisors? Good question, Bill. It's actually, there are probably three main ways. The first is that it could be the, in Zephyr, it could be the first touch point. So when it comes to a client engagement, this could be the very first point of that engagement. So Zephyr provides two powerful tools for proposals. So mm-hmm. free, you know, advisors, basically as part of their workflow, they will be doing proposals for their prospects. One way to do that in Zephyr, you can, you know, at the household level. But a second option is through optimization. And so what we do, our our client will put together a set of strategies uh, that are appropriate for their prospect. And we'll use a prospect in this case. And they'll basically use our our optimization process to put together 100 optimal portfolios, for example. Then they'll actually plot the prospect's current portfolio to see how that falls in relation to the more optimal portfolios. 
And what we see most of the time are that the prospects portfolio are suboptimal. So now the advisor can demonstrate their value add by proposing a different set of allocations to the same strategies, or they can include different strategies. So for that first point, it could be the very first touch point that mm. the advisor has with the client, which would be you know paramount to you know a good uh, lasting relationship. The second thing, as Ryan mentioned, is using it as a financial planning tool. So in that process, the advisor's prospect or client will have a set of financial goals. Those could be children going to college. It could be buying a house, things of that nature. They want to retire in a certain period down the road and want to analyze and look at the probability of reaching their financial goals. So in that same process, the optimization is used in conjunction with, say, Monte Carlo simulation to really build out the, a good picture of whether or not a client might meet their financial planning goals and if changes will have to be made to the allocations, to the strategies mm -hmm. in that process. And then the third part is really creating model portfolios. So outside of that engagement with, say, a prospect where we're including optimization and potentially simulation, our clients will create their model portfolios using the optimization techniques, whereby maybe they've created through that process, they now have five different models from conservative to aggressive that they can use in all of their future engagements with prospects and, client, and uh, existing clients. So those are really the three main ways that our clients can show value using the optimization in the way they engage with their clients. I want to go back and make sure I understand something. So the Zephyr tool allows a financial advisor to, to create a set of portfolios, if you will, and let the client look at the outcomes of those various portfolios so that they they basically have a graphic representation in front of them to look at. Is that correct? Absolutely. And it's a storytelling process It, it as used as a proposal. But yes, the prospect or client can clearly see the differentiation between portfolio one through five. Yeah. And then based on their risk tolerance, their financial planning, a number of variables, be able to see why portfolio, one of those portfolios would be best suited for them. But it is a way for our clients to create those portfolios that can be used across their client base, depending on the risk and the planning and the goals of their clients. So it's actually a really powerful tool for financial advisors to have, be able to lay stuff out in front of people so they can see it, right? Absolutely. And that's the last, I guess the fourth piece would be the proposal itself. So Zephyr provides for full-on tailor-made proposals that have all the components Again, it could be something simplistic. It could be more comprehensive. Mm -hmm. But it, yes, it's a storytelling process that would demonstrate that entire process that we just talked about. Interesting. Will, yeah, right. You know, Randy just mentioned about the tailored process and tailored portfolio. I think that's really important in this space in order for wealth managers, financial advisors to enhance that client relationship. All four of us have different, very unique situations and investment objectives. So yeah. with a tool like Zephyr, you're able to create unique portfolios that achieve or try to achieve your client's unique goals. You know, for example, younger clients may be more able to 
incorporating an aggressive growth portfolio Mm -hmm. might include cryptocurrencies. While older investors, they want steady stream of income through market turbulence. You know, creating an optimized portfolio should be unique to each individual client or investor. And that's really how you can enhance the uh, client relationship. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that strikes me is that, you know, you speak to financial advisors and they talk about, yeah, we like to do customized portfolios. We like to get a sense of people's risk tolerance or risk aversion. And, and, And that conversation means different things to me than it would mean to you or to Randy. So that's what's fascinating about this flexibility or ability to get clarity, if you will. Mm-hmm. You're exactly correct. Yeah. Well, what about alternatives? And Chris, I'm going to put this to you. What role do alternatives play in creating strategic asset management? Yeah, Bill, I've, I'm afraid there's good news and bad news on that front. <laughs> uh, oh, no. you know, the, the, the good news is that once the purview of institutional investors are ultra high net worth investors, technology advances and innovation have made the alternative investments much more accessible. Right, so it's it's much easier to make them part of a portfolio now, yeah. whether that be a model portfolio, or to your point before, a customized portfolio of your clients. Right, so you can add alternative investments, and they are becoming more and more popular across the spectrum of of investment customers. The bad news is that they are complex. Sometimes they're misunderstood or misutilized. To give you an example, there are a little over thirteen thousand private equity funds alone making choosing the right investment a little more complex with respect to to utilizing you know alternatives and also the the reason you use them in portfolios is different as well alternatives range from private equity real estate real assets such as farmland energy and infrastructure among others all have a different way of affecting a portfolio and so what we talk about with our clients and what our clients look to do for their clients is have the alternative play a role in a portfolio of traditional assets. So, you know, it could be for growth, it could be for income, risk diversification, or even safety. A lot of us talked about, you know, gold is a, is a safe haven, right? Because, you know, it doesn't fluctuate as much. And when the market goes down, you know, gold goes up. And so each each of these types of investments could play a different role. You know, for example, you know, private equity investments typically enhance returns and really commodities are for a safe haven. You know, so in a nutshell, you see allocations to alternatives can increase the adjusted return, improving returns while reducing or even keeping an existing risk profile. The key to all this, I think, is that investors, advisors need to help investors understand what they're investing in and the potential impact on their portfolios and then that impact to their planning and to their their goals. Randy just mentioned a customer can, you know, a a client of ours, so an advisor can put together multiple portfolios, right? With different types of, different types of alternative investments in it, right? And then they can go in and they can use the Monte Carlo simulation to play out what the long-term prospects are of those, those different investments based on, you know, the client, the rest of the client's plan. So they can tell, if we allocate something to gold, you've got a the same shot of reaching your goals, but a lower risk. Or mm. if we add private equity, you know, look what it does. You've got a better shot of reaching your goals, 
but the risk goes up a little bit, right? And so by using the tools, not only to research and select the investments, um, but also to play them out and what the impact might be is also really key. And then rolling back to what Randy said, all of that information is easy just to put into a proposal or into a presentation for a client that makes it really easy for them to understand. And so, just one one add to that, Bill, when we talk yeah. about graphically and displaying, it's not uncommon for our clients to create an optimal mix and then overlay that with an, another set of strategies mm. that would include alternatives. Okay. And now you'll see graphically from a risk return profile how that line will change. And you know, that leads to a discussion. You know, it typically an efficient frontier line will completely move parallel up meaning you'll have a higher return at the same risk or you'll have lower risk at the at the same return, as Chris just mentioned. So graphically, that's not an uncommon scenario of comparing strategies that don't include alts versus strategies that do include alts. And I don't know who to go. Oh, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, because one of the cool things that that I talk to a lot of our customers about and and advisors out, you know, out there is is even even in model portfolios, right? There are tens of thousands of model portfolios out there all assigned to a risk, a risk profile, right? Yep. So whether or not the advisor is building the portfolio themselves or using model portfolios that contain alts or, you know, or don't contain alts, right? Giving their client a choice and being able to see the various impact of different portfolios, again, whether they are model portfolios or they are custom portfolios, right? That that ability to show that shows your value to the client, right? Because if you're just putting them in model portfolios and putting them on, on you know, auto investing, right? What value is the advisor bringing? But being able to help your customers better understand their investments and their goals, you know, that's where, that's where advisors stand out. I'm curious, while we're talking about alternatives, within Zephyr, what sort of investment alternatives are there? I mean, it, you you mentioned Chris, you know, private equity and, and a couple of others, but give give financial advisors a sense of the breadth of alternatives that are available for use within Zephyr. So we use quite a few third party data providers to bring that information and bring that data in. Yeah. Um, so anywhere from hedge fund providers to private private equity providers, uh, private equity aggregators. But you can also bring in your own information, right? And you can also upload your own information. So if, for example, you're part of a large firm and they have their own investment vehicles, right, that are proprietary, you can actually bring those in, bring those returns in, bring those products in, and then use them in a model in, in a portfolio. So whether that's something that is readily available to everybody else, only available to a select few, right? Because sometimes because of investment minimums and some, you know, and some other things, there are alternative investments that are only available to higher net worth or accredited investors, right? So the ability to not only have them available in the product, but also bring them in from the outside, again, shows the flexibility of of the Zephyr platform, but also plays to the advisor's ability to to, to truly customize a portfolio for their, their higher net worth customers. Well, Ryan, you you must find this like as a market strategist, you must find these tools pretty amazing. Yeah, they're fantastic, especially to do just typical analysis and, and creating up, creating optimized portfolios for different market environments. One of the things we've seen recently or heard, and talk, going back to alternatives, alternatives are so important now and really so underutilized 
uh, for a lot of retail investors is that 60-40 portfolio. Exactly. Right? We always talk about the 60-40 portfolio. <laughs> That's been kind of blown up lately. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people, that was the benchmark portfolio was a 60-40. And that no longer really works. Is it a myth out there? And that's you know something I could talk about are the myths with asset allocation, but that just shows you the importance that adding alternatives should be part of a investment mix because that 60-40 portfolio, just stocks and bonds, just doesn't really work anymore. Yeah. Uh, it worked great when equities were rallying and along with bonds and fixed income had a 40-year bull market, but that's not the case anymore. And it broke. So one of the biggest myths to asset allocation and diversification is, is that diversified asset allocations fail during times of crisis. Now, like I said, that can be true in the simplest forms of asset allocation that includes just equities and bonds due to during a crisis, everyone runs to the exits when a crisis hits, which increases the correlations. We've talked a lot about correlations today, increases the correlations of stocks and bonds, and then they both fall together, resulting in the 60-40 or just a, a plain vanilla portfolio failing. Like I mentioned before, asset allocation was put to the very put to the test very recently as the fixed income bull market came crashing to a halt in 2022. At the same time, equities crashed. So when equities crash, bonds crash, that adds to the question about the effectiveness of asset allocation. But I think that myth can be true if you rely just on stocks and bonds and hope that two can withstand market volatility in different market cycles. As a portfolio of just stocks and bonds isn't enough in today's investment environment. However, we can put this myth of asset allocation failing during times of uncertainty to rest by incorporating additional asset classes, like what Chris said, private equity, real estate, hedge funds, liquid alternatives with low correlations to stocks and bonds and behave differently during market environments. Um, That's really where we're moving now. The 60-40, I've often said, may it may not be dead, but it's on life support or your traditional 60-40. We need to expand that and by using tools like Zephyr and its asset allocation capabilities. You can do studies and see the impact alternatives and other types of investments have on the portfolio. So you can be ready for the times of heightened volatility. Yeah. Well, in these times of heightened volatility, at times, if you are just sitting in stocks and bonds, you really you know, you can feel like there is nowhere to run and nowhere to hide <laughs> when a crisis hits and it gets kind of bad. So, Randy, why don't we start the conversation about what are the best tools for creating a strategic asset allocation? I mean, where do we start and how do we do it? Fortunately, Zephyr provides all these tools. But number one, before you can build or include any strategy in an allocation, you have to thoroughly understand that strategy. So, you know, we, as Chris mentioned, through the data that we have, you truly have to understand the performance of the strategies, the risk, yeah. the capital preservation that we talked about on our last podcast. There are so many different lenses with which you first have to just understand the strategies that are even going to go into the allocation before you'd even put them there. 
So that's a, a powerful use and in, in, in a way that our clients can use to explain to their prospects and clients the variables around and the impact of any given strategy. Given strategy could be small cap growth, could be a hedge fund. So number one is a tool that provides the ability to actually understand the strategy yeah. that will go into the portfolio. Number two, as Chris mentioned, is a way for you to kind of run these what-if scenarios and hypotheticals outside of optimization and creating models. We want to look at create a portfolio with and without certain you know strategies. Then we want to compare them with stra- certain strategies, and we want to compare them quickly. So that you need a tool to be able to do that. Number three is what we mentioned earlier, using optimization and Monte Carlo simulation in building a strategic asset allocation, provided that you have a thorough understanding of the strategies that you just mentioned. And then number four is is a tool to screen and find the best products and managers to fill a given strategy in an allocation. So it's really the tool, you need a set of tools that include those, understanding the strategies, being able to actually construct the portfolios and running hypotheticals and what if, and comparing them quickly, using the optimization and the Monte Carlo simulation in that process as well. And then if need be, actually finding the best managers and the best firms to actually fill the strategies that you'll have in your allocation. You know, this is kind of an obvious question. I'll throw it out on the floor and let somebody else pick it up. But for financial advisors listening to this, what kind of what do you provide in the way of support to them and 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 knowledge or education to them to help them get the best use out of your out of the tools that Zephyr offers? So we do we do a tremendous amount of training, not just on the product, but on you know on looking at and how to create some of those those visualizations, those presentations, those client engagement work that uh, that that both Randy and, and Ryan mentioned. So there's a there's quite a bit of support there for for advisors that need it. Again, even if they're just using you know, model portfolios, we'll help them upload their model portfolios and walk them through how to compare the portfolios, yeah. right? And how to, how to really show the difference. And then I always offer up, uh, you know, Ryan as a, as a resource for our customers because he knows the markets, he knows the, the alternatives, right? And so helping advisors understand, you know, I had mentioned that, that alternatives are complex and, and Ryan's always available to help our customers better understand what the investment options out there are. Yeah. Well, no, Without actually recommending anything, because we don't recommend. <laughs> well, no, 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 but no, but what you do need to do, and I think you know, financial advisors would be most comfortable with is not being told what you recommend, but being told how to use these tools, which are clearly, clearly some powerful tools that they're at. They could be at their disposal if they so chose. Yeah, yeah. Brian, I, I guess we're we're nearing a point where we can kind of try and summarize this episode. So I'll kick it to you first and then we'll see what anybody else has to add. Great. The four of us could talk about asset allocation for hours really and how important it is, but you know, it's vital for constructing an investment portfolio. You know, it involves combining asset classes like equities, bonds, and alternatives that we discussed to create a diversified and balanced approach while all managing levels of risk. And, and that's what it's about. We want to minimize risks so our clients' clients can sleep at night. And by incorporating strategic asset allocations, investors can align their portfolios with long-term goals and optimize portfolio performance. You know, take advantage of tools such as 
a Zephyr's asset allocation, to create efficient frontiers, to create informed decisions, and ensure financial objectives are met while minimizing uh, market volatility's impact. So really, in essence, uh, asset allocation is key to achieving stability and maximizing returns, really, in what's uh, a very dynamic stock market. <laughs> I like that phrase, a dynamic stock market. Thank you, Ryan. Really appreciate that one. <laughs> For financial advisors who are listening to this podcast who might want to have a further conversation with you, get in touch with you to talk about or look at look you over, what's the best way or who's the best contact? Our website is a fantastic place to start. A lot of great resources to the podcast links. And their website is Zephyr financialsolutions.com. Once again, word? that's... Yeah. Is that all one word? Yeah. Yes. ZephyrFinancialSolutions.com. You can also reach us at 1-800-789-5323. And finally, you can email us at ZephyrInfo at Informa.com. Well, great, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. your time. All right. Sorry there. I thought somebody was going to add to that about a secret alternative way to contact you or something. <laughs> Open your window and shout our name. Yeah, yeah. Look in the mirror and call our name three times and we'll just pop in. Well, some people may think that picking up a phone might be an alternative way now, Bill. Well, yeah. Actually calling. <laughs> For those who have landlines left, you can use those too, as a matter of fact. <laughs> All right, Chris Volpe, Director at Zephyr, Randy Jones, Director of Product Management, and Ryan Nauman, Market Strategist for Zephyr. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Thank you. For Bill. those of you who are listening, thanks for taking the time to listen. This is fascinating stuff and potentially useful products. You might want to subscribe to this podcast because we run through these products and let you know what's available and how to use them. Just do that by hitting the subscribe button and you will never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear and you find it useful, we'd ask that you share it with other people and spread the word about the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate your time. On behalf of everybody at Zephyr, I'm Bill Tucker reminding you, live your best life today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to A to Zephyr. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and be sure to check today's show notes on how you can get in touch with us. Once again, thank you for listening. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Zephyr. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.